With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome into the PFF NFL Daily. Today discussing offensive rookie of the year candidates. Who's going to win the award? It's all brought to you by DraftKings. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code PFF when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 when you bet on a main card fighter to win. Place your bet and watch the fist fly this weekend. That's code PFF to turn $1 into $100 on select main card fighters for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. All right, Sam, let's talk some offensive rookie of the year. First off, I think we need to preface this. Are we talking who's going to win the award or who's going to win the PFF award? Because we always count offensive linemen in this thing, right? Like we always <laughs> expand it a little bit. So are we talking PFF or are we talking about the NFL's award? I think we have to talk the NFL's award because, look, there was a pretty good argument that Michael Wenu from the Patriots last year was in Rookie of the Year conversation, but nobody else would have ever put him in there. So um, it's probably not worth our time, at least beyond, you know, a quick uh, a quick bit at the end to talk about people that are never going to win the real one. All right. That's fair enough. Uh, PFF is the real one. So, you know, follow PFF.com for the real Offensive and Defensive Rookie of the Year awards. But all right, let's get into it. Who is your pick for Offensive Rookie of the Year? We'll discuss a few candidates. Well, look, I said it from the outset, and I'm not backing off on it now. Whoever the 49ers drafted at number three overall is going to win Rookie of the Year. So they drafted Trey Lance. Ergo, Trey Lance is going to win Rookie of the Year. I don't think they drafted Trey Lance to sit down for a year or even half a year. I think Trey Lance is going to be starting... Week one or week two, and he'll win rookie of the year because of it. Because that Shile or that Shile Canahan, Kyle Shanahan offense, yeah, that guy is a uh, it's a cheat code. It's it's too easy. He's able to make Nick Mullins into a, a productive and competent looking quarterback at times. Trey Lance is just going to light it up there. What, what do you think his stats look like? Because I, I keep leaning back on this on this rushing component that they're going to tap into it and. Uh, is is there a chance that they just roll out week one and they just treat Trey Lance the same way they treated Nick Mullins and Jimmy Garoppolo and it's just, hey, go run the offense and we're not really going to tap into that rushing ability? No. I, I don't think that's going to happen. But it, And if it does, is he rushing for six to 800 yards and eight to 10 touchdowns and that's going to be a key part to him winning the rookie of the year? Because I'm with you. I think he's in the best situation, obviously. Yeah, I mean, I think they're going to tap into that rushing uh, ability and the capability and the things that it allows them to do. We've, Kyle Shannon's even talked a little bit about that already, the, the things that they're excited that they're able to do because of what Trey Lance can bring as a, a rushing component. But, you know, I don't think that means he's going to, it's not going to look like um, Lamar Jackson in Baltimore, right? They're not going to 
the whole offense isn't going to be built around his ability to run the ball, but his ability to run the ball, I think, will be a healthy component of it. So I, I'm thinking of it more like Kyler Murray in Arizona last year. Kyler Murray rushed for 800 yards, but like half of those were scrambles, right? Which makes more sense. So they last year we saw them um, use Kyler Murray a lot more on design carries. We saw him be a much bigger part of the game from a, a rushing component, but still like half of his rushing success was scrambles. That feels a lot more like what you can expect from Trey Lance, that they'll definitely deploy him in the designed running game a little bit. And it's going to be interesting to see how Kyle Shanahan stitches it all together because of all the coaches in the NFL, like that's a fascinating mesh. But then also, like, you know that Trey Lance is going to take off and make some plays just through scrambling. So again, I agree with you, that being the best situation. I think Trey Lance will put up good numbers. If I had to choose though, I'm going with Trevor Lawrence. I'm just going with the obvious one. I'm going with the talent. You know, I, I think when you're talking about the voting and, and all that stuff, it doesn't come down to interceptions and it probably won't necessarily come down to PFF grade. It'll probably come down to touchdowns and yardage and the whole thing. And I think Trevor Lawrence is going to throw the ball down the field. And I think he's got the three receivers um, plus maybe a nice emerging 33 year old rookie tight end. Who knows? Well, he's not really a rookie, but he's a first year tight end. You never know who Trevor Lawrence is going to be throwing to. Former but I do know. Tight end. Yeah, there you go. A first rounder. You can't say that about Marvin Jones or DJ Chark. You can't True. see that. Uh, LaVisca, he was a second rounder. Yeah, he's the only first round weapon that he has over there. Maybe Philip Dorsett. <laughs> and technically ETM right now. Man. And ETM. All right, we're talking about Tim Tebow, by the way. Um, but I think tre- Trevor Lawrence, uh, because he'll throw the ball down the field to Marvin Jones and DJ Chark, and I can't wait to see what LaVisca Chenault looks like in year two. So uh, I think the Jags are going to create chunk plays through the air, Trevor's arm. And don't forget about his rushing component, right? He, he used the, he he held the ball or was part of the design running game at Clemson quite a bit on keepers. And I don't know if he's going to do a ton of that in Jacksonville at the NFL level, but he has enough athleticism to, you know, rush for five or six touchdowns on the ground and He's not necessarily like a Josh Allen or a Kyler Murray that you said from a scrambling standpoint, but he's got that component to his game. Probably, you know, more than maybe say like a Joe Burrow, who's pretty good at that, um, did that last year. So I think Trevor Lawrence will have the numbers at the end of the season. I honestly think you can make a reasonable argument for four of the top five quarterbacks. Um, and actually, the, the top four that, that, that they got drafted. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, um, Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, and then Justin Fields. I think However, Mac Jones, enough. if Mac Jones starts, is he in the best all-around situation? With offensive line, with yeah, I mean, the enough Mac playmakers. Jones, the Mac Jones one, the reason I don't have him in the same group is because I think he's unlikely to start as early as the other guys. And I think just in terms of the amount of time he'll be sitting he won't have the opportunity that the other guys have to play long enough to win it. That being said, if he does, it's probably for a good reason. You know what I mean? Like if he is in that discussion, it's because he has hit the ground running in the NFL the same way, you know, he picked up in the NFL the way he left off in Alabama and he's just lighting things up within that New England offense, you know, executing the thing like a 10-year veteran and he's overtaken Cam Newton on merit. Like if that happens, then he's absolutely in the discussion. But if we're sitting here and it's like week seven and we've barely seen Mac Jones because he hasn't uh, overcome Cam Newton in the starting lineup yet, 
you know, obviously that's that's not going to be winning uh, rookie of the year. I can't wait to see Justin Fields in Matt Nagy's offense, obviously. I mean, I think that'll be I think that'll be a good situation early on. You've got the rushing component there as well with Fields, as we've talked about many, many times. You mentioned the Jets and Zach Wilson. Their situation is definitely better than it was under Sam Darnold. So um, you also have a, a Shanahan, you know, tree and that scheme. You know, it's it's QB friendly. We we know that's there. What about non quarterbacks? It seems like Najee Harris is the guy from the Steelers mm-hmm. that gets the most publicity because you know they're going to feed him, right? Him and him and Travis Etienne went back to back picks. And the Steelers are like, he's our guy. You know, he's going to have 25 carries a game. You, that's just the feeling there. And, you know, Jags are coming out saying ETN's like, you know, running back three on the roster. So I think yeah. Najee has to be the the first, you know, non-quarterback that we have to look at here. Najee, I think, or I think that there's a decent shot that Kyle Pitts is in that conversation as well. And actually, Kyle Pitts and Jamar Chase, because Chase will be immediately the number one receiver in Cincinnati with a good quarterback, assuming Joe Burrow comes back 100 percent or or something like it, um, and and becomes a number one receiver, where the number two and number three are pretty good. You know what I mean? So it's one thing to be to come in and be the number one receiver, but everything beyond you, like Jamar Chase, gets to execute that thing you talk about all the time of bumping everybody else down the depth chart, and suddenly that depth chart goes from being, I mean, there's it's not the worst group in the world that Joe Burrow is throwing to, but it's a problem. To wow, the Bengals all of a sudden have this great looking wide receiver depth chart. Does that really happen right away though? Because I, you could make the case that Maybe. the adjustment period does give Tyler, Tyler Boyd's been a really good weapon there. T. Higgins had a nice rookie season. It is tough to say Jamar Chase is the clear number one right away. There's some target share issues. As you know, Pitts has obvious target share issues too with Julio and Calvin Ridley. He's not fighting Julio and Calvin Ridley for targets. He's fighting. Uh, Hayden Hurst and you know that's not much of a, a, a fight I think Kyle Pitts is such a freaky unique talent that that dude's gonna get loaded up with targets whatever happens yeah he definitely I mean he will but I you know I think not maybe not enough for year one maybe I'm just afraid of the uh the rookie tight end thing even though he is he is in his own world you know it's Kyle Pitts mm-hmm. um so yeah I would say keep an eye on Mac Jones uh definitely both of those top 10 Weapons, any uh, any sleepers, any outside guys? Do you think ETN actually gets more? He gets more play than they're yeah. leading on, right? I, yeah, mean, he's, I mean, he's he, not, he could he's actually not be in the mix. Damn back, number three on the depth chart, a guy that's barely going to get used. They're going to be putting him as a significant part of that offense. I, I think he's definitely in the mix. Um, I think sneaky, like just in terms of usage, Elijah Moore with the Jets and also um, Rondale Moore, the two Moores. Um, I think there's enough of a role there for Rondale to have that kind of, you know, 2018 Penn State or not Penn State, uh, Purdue season uh, freshman year where he just is such a ridiculous playmaker that it doesn't matter that he's not a massive part of the offense. But from a PFF standpoint, keep an eye on Panay Sewell because he'll be right in the mix there. Number seven overall pick with the Detroit Lions because we'll be We'll be breaking down the offensive linemen as well. Who, who's your pick for Offensive Rookie of the Year? It's the PFF, NFL Daily. NFL Daily.